Hey, what is up, everybody, and welcome to the Get Your Bell Rung Football Podcast. He is Kevin Reynolds. I am Bobby Wall, and we are here to talk all things football and hit you with some takes that might rattle you up a bit. On tonight's show, we have some news and notes, a recent kind of a big name firing in the NFL. Uh, We'll obviously go over the games for the week 10 that was in the NFL season. And uh, obviously, we'll get you with our starts of the week. But first, Kevin Reynolds, how are we doing? Well, well, had a clinic tonight. It was a little little chilly up this way, so I was a little frozen here about an hour ago. But I'm feeling good now. Let me ask you this real quick. Why were you just stroking your beard? Did you trim it or something? No, it's too long, man. It's I grow it out every year. I, I go deer hunting in uh, in November, which is okay. at Thanksgiving week. I go out a few days and it's always cold. So um, I I grow the beard out, keep my face a little warmer, but I I don't like it. I don't like it when it gets long. Well, you need to fan up a little bit and grow a real beard. Start Uh, getting a little crazy. I'm good. Um, As you know, I grow for eight months of the year and shave for four months because it doesn't work in the summer out in the, on a 145 degree tennis court. But it's it's coming together nicely now. I was actually recently asked by Mr. Bill Kohler, one of our once and done uh, members, uh, who is the head of Main Street Waynesboro here in Waynesboro. You probably met Bill before back in the day. He runs the whole downtown thing, like everything down there. He's the guy that sort of has rebuilt uh, Waynesboro. He actually asked me last week if he would run into any issues. He asked me where my beard game is right now. Because if, if he was having trouble doing a Santa, if I could jump in as a Santa in a pinch. <laughs> and he was being for real because they do a lot of stuff downtown where there's a Santa. And I told him, dude, I don't know how you, you're going to have to dye it white. But if, if you want to, it, I mean, it's there. It's you lush. Not a small Santa. You, I mean, you're not like a. No, I'd be, Svelte, I'd be Svelte Santa, like classy Christmas on the office. But it, it's grown out nicely now here. I haven't shaved since like mid to late august so she's come pretty nicely more importantly i can't believe you didn't notice the change of scenery that i have behind me whoa what's that all about ah yes i didn't didn't think i was so busy watching you stroke your beard i didn't even think about it what's that all about yeah so those who watch watch the show um Know that behind me, I always have just like a little placard with the our information on a Get Your Bell Wrong Football podcast. But also on the other side of me, I always have a picture of the Brandon Graham straps sack strip fumble of Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, uh, and it's autographed by Brandon Graham. Well, I am a I don't know. I have an addiction to pristineauction.com, and I purchase autographed memorabilia from them quite frequently. And the picture behind me is an eight by ten autograph picture of Ray Lewis, who obviously, uh, Kevin being a Ravens fan, I thought he'd appreciate it. But he's one of the greatest linebackers of all time. I love the history the, of it. The okay, listen, if sure, that's fine. I mean, I, you I don't that really for have yourself instead of for your lovely bearded partner. Uh, that's correct. I did what buy the it. Hell? For I'll tell you, buddy. Maybe I get if I get a, a deal on another one. Maybe I'll get you one. Uh, but it's honestly, it's really nice. So many levels. That's just. I, I honestly, Ray I love Ray. it. It's one of my favorite pieces, I think. I just, it just came in the mail yesterday. Dude, he was the man. 
He really yeah. was. It was to watch sure. him play, and a lot of people all just wrote, wrote him off because of all the bull crap that happened early on with that Super Bowl and that guy getting killed. And he lied, he fibbed a little bit to protect his friends. But the dude could ball. He was oh. a frightening individual. Nobody wanted to go up against him. Much smaller in stature than people would think. Um, the Ravens, as you know, they did their summer camp at my college for the longest time. So we would share the field with the Ravens. And I can tell you by standing right next to Ray Lewis, uh, I am 5'11", and I am definitely taller than him. Are you sure you're 5'11"? Uh, yeah. Well, it well, seem like you're that tall. At at this stage of my life, I might be 5'10 and a half. But, Are you uh, sure yes. you weren't like on lifters? I don't or even, lifts, I'm not even sure I know it. No. Um, like Seinfeld. No. Um, I'm like 5'7". It doesn't seem like you're four inches taller than me. That doesn't seem yeah, right. For sure. Um, And Jamal Lewis, I could see over top of his head. So he's 5'8", he's five, max. He's definitely five, five, when I, we see each other next, we've got to stand back to back because this seems so, this seems outlandish. At best, wait. this uh, seems outlandish. Wait. Um, well, I would, I bet folks in Buffalo, New York think it's pretty outlandish that their bills are only five and five. And we tease this in the beginning, but they just a few hours ago fired their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey. Um, I get it. They had to do something because five and five is not where they saw themselves before the season started. The first four games, they averaged 35 points a game, but the last few, they've only averaged 21. Uh, Sean McDermott, I said this to you uh, before we got on the show here. Uh, he's obviously not going to fire himself. So they need to fire someone. Um, if you're them, how do you fix this? I don't know. that. that I don't know. I don't know what you can't. You, you can't have four turnovers a game and expect to win. I mean, when you look at his fantasy stats, he's still a beast, Josh Allen. But two interceptions and a that fumble is just weird. That ball. Did, were you able to watch the game last night or did you? Uh, no, I did not see uh, any of the game last night yet, actually. But so his fumble loss was a ball he was handing off to to uh, James Cook. He just he dropped it. James Cook didn't even really get to touch it. He literally was going to get put it, you know, give it to him, and he just dropped it. It fell out of Josh Allen's hand. It was bizarre. It was really weird. Now, that said, James Cook is a mess, too. Lost a fumble. Had that happen. Had another one on a pitch that he bobbled once or twice before he got a hold of it. Fumbled it again on a nice run down the field. Full full bore. It looked like Australian rules football. He fumbles it. It gets knocked out in front of him. It bounces, and it ran right back up into his bread basket without losing his stride. So he just caught it off the ground like Australian rules, how they bounce it when they're running. He just kept on running for another five, ten yards. So he's a mess. Stephon Diggs, I have no idea how the Diggs boys think it helps to get on Twitter and just constantly oh berate gosh. your team and, and disrespect them. I, I don't understand. And you think he would have learned last night? No, he gets – Trayvon gets back on again today and runs his mouth some more about how Josh Allen sucks. The only reason he's any good is because Stephon Diggs is there. That's a crock. I mean, it doesn't hurt, but – 14, you got to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then he wrote that, like I said, then he wrote today that Josh Allen was no good until until Bro showed up. Well, uh, that's actually true. It's true I mean, to a point. He was already <laughs> improving, but yes, having Stefan Diggs on your team doesn't exactly hurt. Obviously, and, the, um, the, and I think you're right with the turnovers. Is, is not do you don't I, I don't know how they're eleven turnovers. 
They're 11th in points against. Yeah, I, I, so the, the defense isn't bad. I mean, it's not bad, but they give up just enough. Like I said, they're losing all these games by a touchdown or less. It's not like they're getting blown out, but they're not winning the games that they used to win. Firing your offense coordinator doesn't seem to me like going to be the magical recipe. But like I said, you have to blame somebody. You're not going right. to fire yourself. We've said it a couple years running, and it's too late now because there are only bums on the street and the trade deadline is long gone. But get yourselves a running back. It's, they ignore the position year after year after year. Yep. I know you went with James Cook, but a 200-pound guy, he's not going to be the one to tote the rock all game long for you. And they've had opportunities. I, I don't know why they – they look the other way or, you know, don't prioritize the position. He dominated last night except for the fumbles. He got benched for a full quarter because of it. He got benched for almost the whole game. He didn't really come back to the fourth quarter, right? No, he he was back for most of the second half because he ended up getting over 100 yards. He's just gashing them, but you just can't keep putting the, the ball on the ground. They had a couple of drops. Like one of Allen's one of Allen's picks was a ball that went right through Gabe Davis's hands. You couldn't put it in a better spot, and – end up being a pick. Um, so it wasn't all his fault, but I don't know if it firing your OC is the way to do it. But uh, if you got to shake things up, you got to shake things up. Cause right now they're behind everybody. They're, they're 10th out of 16 teams. They're 10th with all the tiebreakers because all these losses they're had, all five of them are AFC teams. So they all had tiebreakers on them. And, but even still with, with James Cook, it's not like he's he's at 100 yards twice. No, I'm not suggesting game. he's great. I'm just saying, yeah, it'd be great if they had Jonathan Taylor there. It'd be great if they had Austin Eckler. But, you know, you, you got to pick and choose, I guess, what you're going to have because their salary cap purgatory is for whatever that actually really amounts to every year. Right. And their upcoming schedule, I don't know if you've seen it. It's a freaking nightmare. Well, they got Philly coming up. I know that. They have, starting this week, Jets, who, okay, everybody can say, well, it's just the Jets. Well, guess what? Jets already beat them once. Yeah. Um, And then Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers, Patriots, Dolphins. They could potentially win maybe only two of those games. And didn't and, wait. And the FC, you've got to get to at least 11 to make a wild card. And didn't they already lose to the Patriots? The Pats... They did lose to them also. Yeah. 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 So right. you, you can make the case they could go 0 and 7 the rest of the way. That's not going to happen. But yeah, no, it's the not. But it, it could. It's with this schedule. It's within, like I said, they already lost the Jets, already lost the Pats. The rest are Dolphins, Chargers, Cowboys, Chiefs, and Eagles. I'll tell you what, though, if the Bills ended up 5 and 12. It's a heck of a draft pick for a team that should be pretty good. Yeah. yeah, maybe they get their running back. Maybe they get lucky and get the Jameer Gibbs go. type. Um, but, yeah, I, I saw, like, last night they put up the graph. The, the, they had the – somehow this is only the third hardest schedule left. There's two teams that have a worse one. Lord knows who they are, but this is only the third most difficult one left. But, yeah, yeah you, I, can you see them? They're 5-5. Five and five. Can you really see them going 6-1 and one in these remaining seven games and making the playoffs? Yeah, Obviously, teams make runs and teams turn around. And, you know, we talked about one before. We'll mention them again here in a little bit. But, um, no, uh, that's very difficult for me to think. I'm, I could easily – if I had to guess, I would say they're going to get three losses out of these next few games. I'd say they'll get four and three or three and four the rest of the way. Neither one of them yeah. is going to be good enough to squeak in. In the NFC, yeah, you, like, you can squeak in with that. Not in the AFC. Uh, a team that's on the other end of the spectrum – 
Minnesota Vikings. Madness. Five game win streak. Three of those wins. Longest in the league right now. Back up quarterbacks. They put up 24, 31, and 27 points in their last three games. I mean, that is so impressive. Do you think the Lions should be looking over their shoulder? Man, I don't know about that. That might be pushing it. But maybe. You know, I mean, you never know. Because uh, on top of the Vikings had J.J. coming back. Granted, they're 1-4 and four with J.J., 5-0 and oh without him. Or however yeah, let's not much. read. Let's not read into that too much. Well, I'm just saying, for however much that makes yeah. sense, it's a simple fact: one and four with five and zero without. Uh, defense is playing better, bending not breaking, and Josh Dobbs is. He scored like twenty. I think it's like something at least twenty four fantasy points three weeks in a row for two different teams. Yeah, I'm so happy for him. Uh, yeah, six for me the That's week great. I played him right before That's that good. started. That's great. It's all good. That's great. Um, speaking of the lines I brought up, they are what are they seven and two? They are dreamy. Besides their loss to your Ravens, was it two weeks ago? The average margin of victory for uh, them has been two touchdowns. It's like fourteen and a half points is their oh, average margin of victory. They're stomping people. Jared Goff's looking just. Awesome again. Amon Ross St. Brown. You've got two running backs. Hell, uh, Jameer Gibbs is unstoppable, but Montgomery had a 75-yard touchdown. Yeah, so he was so running out of steam, buddy. Who do you stop there? You, Damn, you've man. got Laporta's coming along. And, uh, is it Brandon Jacobs and Tiki Barber back in the day for the Giants? Thunder and Lightning. Yeah, man. He's not, he's not quite the... Uh, the the thunder that Brandon Jacobs was that that was a big big boy, yeah. But he's a little more shifty. He is no, no doubt about that. Um. Now, you have mentioned a few times on the show about the AFC being you know a lot more competitive than the NFC, and I'll buy I'll buy what you're selling there, but I'm not sure as a whole the AFC is as strong as we thought it was. Maybe not, but I'm just talking strict records-wise. Correct, yeah. It doesn't matter how good you are. All that matters at the end is wins and losses. Uh, Yes, for sure. Philly, one loss. Detroit, two losses. The Cowboys, I think the Cowboys, honestly, if they bring it, they could beat anyone any week. It's just who's going to show up. Who's going to get off the the bus? That's the problem. They can lose to anybody at any given week. They're like the Ravens right now. Yeah. And San Francisco, it's tough, man. It's tough, man. If you look at Kansas City, they don't scare me like they used to. They got two losses on the season now. Um, one, they they just got beat by Denver. And who's the other loss to? Somebody – it wasn't the, the impressive. Lions. Lions beat them in week oh, one. Oh, yeah. Yep, week one. You're right. So that's that's a good team that, that they uh, lost to there. But, I mean, Buffalo's not good. Baltimore and Cincinnati just suffered their third and fourth losses of the season and not even the great teams. Yeah, uh, and I, I mean, obviously, we'll touch on those games a little bit later, but it's going to be the AFC doesn't feel as stacked. It doesn't feel as top heavy, I should say, as we I think we thought it was going to be. I still think because they all play each other, they beat each other. I, as a whole, I still think they're well above the NFC, but there are some teams in the NFC. I mean, obviously, the Eagles are the best record in football. Can't take that from them. Uh, the Niners are healthy now. That's actually something you mentioned a few weeks ago. Like, okay, they're on this losing streak, but half their offensive playmakers are hurt. Now you get them all back at a bye week, everybody's healthy, and they just looked as good as they were before the losing streak. Yeah, they're they're worrisome for 
<laughs> of I'll tell NFC you one thing. Teams. Two of the uh, Lions' last three games are at Vikings and home versus Vikings with the Cowboys yeah, that... mixed in the middle. Can you imagine if the Vikings go on a, go on a run here and the, and the Lions lose one other game? They could, but, man, the Lions have left Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears, Broncos. Oh. That's that's four and one at least in there probably, and then Vikings. Better watch out for Denver, so. man. You better watch Denver's. Their their last two wins have been uh, Kansas City and then Buffalo. I'm not saying they're a pushover, but it's impressive. Detroit at home. I'll t- I'll uh, take. I put my money on the on the Lions. So I'm saying. Yeah, me too. Me too. Did you see uh, Jalen Warren is now the new starting running back for the Pittsburgh yeah, Steelers? Apparently. It's funny because he was this on Sunday. But he still got one less carry than Aji. Well, I mean, we—if you just watch the two play football together on the same field, it's not close. It's um, Emmett Pollard. Yeah. Not Emmett. God, Emmett Zeke. Oh, boy, that would be crazy because Emmett's about thirty years older than him. Uh, it's Zeke yeah. Pollard. It is. Yep. I mean, uh, Jalen Warren's eighth in as far as running backs go in the league in yards a touch. Najee's thirty eighth. Jalen Warren's fourth in yards created per touch. Najee's 25th. In, we, receiving is so important in terms of fantasy. Jalen Warren's fifth in yards per route run, and Najee's 27th. I mean, these are very rel- relevant things for fantasy production. and It's just Jalen Warren. Najee's been good. I was listening to Sirius on the way Better. home tonight. Better. He's been, uh, last three weeks combined, he's top five in, in the league. Yeah, definitely been playing better. But, I haven't played either one of them yet. I'm scared to death. Scared to death <laughs> yeah, to no. trust either one of them to do. Is it the week that that they get out carried 19 to 5? Either one. You know, is it the week that the one guy gets the goal lines, but it's the next week Jalen Warren has two 30-yard uh, receptions for touchdowns? I can't trust that situation. I really want to. I'm with you. Steelers, again, I- by the way, were outgained and won now nine games. <laughs> It's. I think at this point they have to try to keep that going. I, I mean, it's working. If it ain't broke, what don't a fix it. All right. Um, you ready to jump into these games? Surely, my friend. Uh, this is going to be the quickest breakdown I think we've ever done. The Chicago Bears beat the Carolina Panthers 16-13 to 13, uh, on Thursday, and Deonta Foreman had 16 fantasy points, and that's all we need to know. Nobody had 100 yards. Move on. <laughs> yeah, right. Nobody had a hundred. That's uh, we're gonna keep rolling with that theme. The Colts beat the Patriots ten to six. Uh, boring game. This was not very fun to watch. Uh, Jonathan Taylor did get to the end zone, and he is completely taking a hold of that backfield. It's wow. over with. The Zach Moss experience is finished. I think Moss played like six snaps. And a, all game. and again, somebody that wants it done still played him this week. Like. Man. Are we not following the NFL? Are we just throwing out random players for, that were doing well seven weeks ago? Boy, I, last week was it for me. I told you, and that's why I threw them out there, hoping well, there was one more. Must not listen to, to our show, or they would have known better. It's true. Uh, Michael Pittman had a nice day for you, twelve fantasy points, and then on the other side of the ball, Mario Douglas, yeah, you know, six for eighty-four. Yeah. Not great, but you'll definitely take it if you had him in your flex. And Ramondre Stevenson was okay. Yeah, 4.4 uh, 4 yards know, of carry. Just didn't get Hoping to he would have get you that touchdown, man. If he would got you that touchdown, that would have just been perfect. But that's it. So quickly before we move on for this game, again, yeah. no 100-yard gainers. 
are the Patriots right now, this very moment, the worst team in the league? Not necessarily record-wise, but are they the overall worst team in the league? No, I think they'd beat the Bears and the Panthers. Really? The Panthers are the worst team in the league. I guess, maybe. They don't seem as dysfunctional, I'll tell you that. And how does a team with two wins start cutting players that you just drafted two years ago anyway? It's it's Belichick, man. He was one of those tall corners that we really liked, by the way. And I guess you saw he signed today with the Raiders. Jack Jones, right? Yeah, because – oh, sorry, I didn't say his name. Because um, apparently Antonio Pierce was his high school uh, coach, head coach. I did not know that. Maybe he can uh, straighten him out a little bit because it seems like he's been doing some – making some bad decisions. Nice little tidbit there. The next game is an irritating one for me. The Houston Texans beat the Cincinnati Bengals on the road. They went into Cincinnati and took it to them 30-27 to on the back of C.J. Stroud, 356. I, I, I could not love C.J. Stroud more than I do. Uh, a lot of dudes did well for you here. Obviously, you put up 30 points. You'd expect that. Um, Stroud was fine. Tank Dell. Uh, was a good start for you. Noah Brown was a good start. Uh, and Devin Singletary, which which is great because I start Devin Singletary last week. He, I, I pulled a Kevin here. Starting last week, he did absolutely nothing. And this week, he blows up for 150 yards on the ground, sure plus did. a touchdown. Very annoying if you're me. Also annoying is when you call one of your best football buddies, right, Kevin right. Reynolds, and you're talking about the once and done, and you're like, we always do a throwaway receiver, just to, you know, dart, see what happens. And I said, you said you're starting Tank Dell. I'd already started him, and I said, you know what? I think I'm going to put out Noah Brown. And you said, oh, I got you right when I you said were I don't trust him yet. Yep. Yeah. We did it and for one like, game. Now it's two, so we can start yeah. to trust a little bit. But it was one game. Uh, one. And I didn't start him. He went one or he went seven for one seventy-two. Yeah, he did. Twenty point oh, seven points you threw man. away. Joe Burrow, though. Who did you play in his place? Rashid Shahid. Well, he got you like two points, didn't he? Four points. Oh, great. Well, only eighteen points behind. Well, I feel your oh. pain because you know I had one I'd had one heck of a week with those eighteen points. All right, yeah. Joe Burrow. He's the man. He's back. We got nothing to worry about here. Uh, Mixon was kind of whatever. He got a score for you, but only 11 carries for 46 yards. Tyler Boyd had a nice big game, 8 for 117. Jamar Chase, if he's – Why do you toil with my emotions, sir? That was interesting. Why do you have to sit here and pretend Tyler Boyd had a good game? What do you mean? He drops a lot. He had a great eight for one. He dropped the easiest touchdown of his entire NFL career, and it cost me like 14 and a half points because I had him and Burrow both. And they would have won this game. They would have won if he didn't drop it with a minute left. Standing in the end zone, moving by himself, ball right in his hands, and he just drops it. It was weird. It happens, man. Yeah. Didn't bother me. It's odd about the once and done this week. You had a pretty good week. I looked today. When I compiled a lot of stats, you were tenth this week, which is good. Um, yeah. Yet somehow still dropped two places in the standings. I noticed that. Sense Isn't that sense. weird? I saw <laughs> uh, it. I was uh, like, yeah. that doesn't make sense. I looked the LA because the guys that were ahead of you this week were a little behind you and passed you by like five points. Um. Well, it 
to add on to that, in one of my fantasy leagues, uh, I talked last week that I was first in points scored by a lot, and I was in eighth. I am still first in points scored, and I am in tenth of twelve. Wow, it's that's, oh, it's uh, un. Yeah. I, my luck is un. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. To, tough pill to swallow there. I know you mentioned that the uh, 49ers came back with a vengeance and they did spanking the Jaguars who are quietly one of the better teams uh, in the league before, uh, you know, this shellacking, but 34 to three, not mm-hmm. a close one. Rock Purdy looked awesome. Christian McCaffrey, his streak is over. His it touchdown is. in every game is over. He still got 17 fancy points. Uh, Debo ended up with the rushing score, believe it or not. That guy's, I love watching him. Uh, Ayuk was fantasy relevant. Kittle had a great wow. Kittle had a great stat line, three for one sixteen, um, and a score. But it's not like he was compiling over there. No, uh, one and of outside, them was that like sixty-five yard yeah. touchdown where the where the corner just fell over, and then he could have skipped into the end zone for forty yards. Yep. Yeah. And outside of Christian Kirk, six for one hundred four. Uh, nobody on Jacksonville was worth owning. Melvin Ridley, man. This was a smash spot. The 49ers, great, great defense, but they give up fantasy points to the receivers. I don't know how Calvin Ridley didn't smash here. He, what do you mean? He hasn't smashed since week one. Right. So this was it, man. This is one of those, you know, I mentioned last week, if it doesn't happen for Geno Smith in, in, against the Commanders in this great matchup, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But he's only had two games all season over 11 points. Yeah. It's a shame. Uh, it, we could mention everybody, Zay Jones arrested for uh, domestic violence, assault. He will likely, what I, what we read today is that he will likely go on the commissioner exempt list and not play the rest of the year, which does give a slight more kick to Kirk and Ridley for a couple extra targets here and there. But I, I can't play Ridley. I couldn't, I couldn't tell anybody now recommend playing the guy. If you want to lose, brilliant. But if you want to win, I, I don't. I mean, I had three targets the whole game. Yeah, I I don't get it. I know. It's weird. Uh, So, moving on, Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Green Bay Packers. Yes, Romeo Dobbs was okay. He did his weird thing where he only catches three passes, but one for a touchdown. And Jaden Reed looked good. Rookie, five for 84 and a score. Can you trust anyone on the Packers? Nobody. As a matter of fact, in my league of record, I drafted this fella. I've been... Praying the day would come, he'd do something. I finally cut ties with AJ Dillon last week. I needed a roster spot for a bye week issue, and I'm like, why? Am, why? Why am I keeping this guy? And I'm going to lose him after this year anyway. Let him suck on somebody else's bench. Yeah, I don't. It's so frustrating. And I, when we're on the when I'm doing the once and done, my lineups every week, I look at Aaron Jones, and I'm like, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't. I it's played just, a couple weeks ago, got seven points. Played A.J. Yeah. Dillon earlier in the year when Aaron Jones first got hurt. I think he had like four points that game. Did nothing. Yep. No. Uh, and then for the Steelers, outside of the running, both running backs were fine. That was it, man. Kenny Pickett, 5.8 points. Oh, it's ugly, ugly, ugly. Worst, worst uh, so everyday starter in the league. He's just awful. Yeah. So none of your receivers did anything. And this is a first letdown game for Deontay Johnson. One catch, 17 yards. He had been bringing it, man. He's been – Racking up the fantasy points, but he got me like 18 and a half last week. This week, there's yeah. about five, six guys in the league that played him, and they got nothing out of him. I thought about it. I thought about it. It's a, it's a nice little, a nice little start here playing up against yeah. the Packers at home. Uh, look great, but I mean, 
the most any Steeler had target wise was four. It's hard to put up much of anything when you only get four targets. Right. Um, Minnesota Vikings beat the New Orleans Saints. And one of this is one of my favorite stat lines of the week. It's Derek Carr versus Jameis Winston. They have the same amount of completions, 13. But Jameis Winston has two touchdowns and two interceptions, while Derek Carr had zero and zero. And it's just and Jameis Winston walks out six points fantasy points better than Derek Carr, even with the with the turnovers. It's just so it's such a Jameis Winston line there. It's where I'd love it. I it's so great for fantasy. And actually, when I saw Carr went out and Jameis came in with my I had to start Michael Thomas in a league and I have Chris Olave in two leagues. I'm thinking, let's go, buddy. Yes, and of was, course. Night yeah, and day. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And Olave did get a nice game, six for 94 and a score. I had one of the best catches you'll see all season, too. That touchdown yeah. was that was sick. Impressive, for sure. Uh, and then Alvin Kamara did great things, seven more catches for 33 yards. You know, not uh, not crazy yardage, but you'll take all those grabs for him. Oh, and your boy Michael Thompson, it looks like, is potentially done for the season. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, he was – it's not like he was winning you any lead, any weeks or anything. Yeah, he wasn't, but I know you have a still a small man crush on him. So you know, I thought so I'd throw that out there. He's a safety net. He's that safe eight to eight to nine points on the You know what they say. Tomato, tomato. Whatever. <laughs> Josh Dobbs, we mentioned what a game. Twenty-four fantasy points. Uh rushing touchdown again. That rushing touchdown, like was that the one that kind of put the game away? If, if my memory serves me right. I don't remember. Uh, and then so Alexander Madison. Uh, so two weeks ago, Cam Makers goes down. Uh, it's the Alex, Alexander Madison show. But he gets a concussion. So Ty Chandler comes in. 15 for 45. You know, nothing crazy. But he did find the end zone. Yeah. What are we doing going forward here with uh, with Ty Chandler? Are you, you know adding him? Doing with him? Nothing. But if you're somebody who's starving for a guy who might end up being the lead ball carrier and do something, I guess throw a dart at him. Uh, but yeah, one week of him getting 10.5 points doesn't exactly make me want to go out and, you know, sell my house to get him. So, all right, let me ask you uh, this coming week, w- do you want to do Ty? And I don't know who the matchups are off the top of my head. Uh, we'll, we'll look at that a little bit later. But uh, do you want to do Ty Chandler or Gus Edwards? Um, Ty Chandler's going up against the Denver Broncos. Yes, and Baltimore against this. No, I'd I'd still take Gus just because Gus is the goal line back. Okay. Um, I don't want to play any of them at this point. Ty Chandler or Zay Flowers? I guess Ty Chandler. He might get a lucky touchdown. Zay Flowers is trash. All right, give me a second while I put Zay Flowers on my bench. <laughs> And I put Ty Chandler in my flex in one of my leagues. <laughs> uh, that's a t- it's tough, man. I I've been going back and forth, and obviously I have some time to to make up my mind. But these are dark throw players. That's all they are. They're straight up feels dark like, throw. He might get you two point seven. He might get you fifteen. They're they just, only need one play. Pure dark throws. Waiting for it. Oh, and Hawkinson, man, good grief! Eleven catches for one thirty four and a touchdown. And that dude was gutting it out. He yeah, there's talk he wasn't even going to play. Yeah, back and ribs, and then. I mean, he got hit one time. I don't know if he saw it, but he literally folded in half on the sideline from a hit. And I'm like, I'm not sure he was going to get up. Next thing I know, he's catching a touchdown pass. Yeah, the dude can play. I got him lined up for the playoffs, hopefully. Uh, good. 
good. Me, me as well. We'll see. Uh, and then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Tennessee Titans 20 to six. Everyone on the Titans uh, let you down. I don't know what Will Levis is doing. 4.6 points. Come on, buddy. What, what, what What's happening here? And it it's sounded so like he time. wasn't given opportunities. He had 39 attempts. Oh, I know. He'll and, less and than 50% get... of his passes. Yeah, and he didn't even get to 200 yards. Yeah, this wasn't a Tannehill game where he had like 19 attempts. He had freaking 39 and only 199 yards. I, I don't know, man. Baker Mayfield, uh, you can almost start him just about any week. Yeah. It's – you wouldn't think it. Rashad White, his second nice big game in a row – uh, on the back of his receiving touchdown. Yeah, Minnesota almost... came in one play. And Mike Evans, did you see his um, – was it his touchdown catch? I I can't remember if it was just a, a big gain or, or his touchdown catch. I mean, he just carried guys with him. He is a man. He, he is was just draped over him, and he just drug him right into the end zone. He is that. That was great. Um, Anything for that one? It's kind of like – Cut and dry. No it's Titans. One of those games with two teams nobody really cares about. It's <laughs> very true. Uh, two teams that, well, at least one of us cares about one of them. Your Baltimore Ravens. Trash. With another double-digit lead in the fourth quarter. Somehow lose to Deshaun Watson and the Browns. I thought this game was over, man. I really did. Uh, real quick for the fantasy stuff, Jerome Ford ended up with a nice game. For I don't know how he got 100 yards rushing against the Baltimore defense. Kareem Hunt uh, found the end zone, though. And Elijah Moore, of all people, um, scored as well. Amari Cooper was fine. Lamar Jackson again. Well, if Baltimore scores 30 points, you don't want Lamar being your quarterback. I don't I don't know how this happens. Uh, Keaton Mitchell, man, he appears to be the real deal. Every time he touches the ball, it – he is shot out of a can. But what did uh, I see today? He has uh he's touched the ball 14 times this year. I heard this on Sirius on him, and I'm looking now. He's touched the ball 14 times. Four of those touches have gone for 30 yards or more. Yeah. Remember Jameson Williams last year? It was like he has yes. three targets, three catches, three touchdowns. His first two touches were 40 and 41 yard touchdowns. One was this a run, good. one was a catch. Keith Mitchell, man. And I love it. ECU, buddy. Let's do it. Hometown guy for, for my new hometown. Yeah, this game made no sense. Beckham gets one cash, 40 yards and a touchdown. Now he's oh, hurt again. So annoying. You, Mark Andrews, you act as though he doesn't exist. Yeah, what, uh, hey, I'm sure you watched every play of this one. I, I missed a few here and there. I saw a good bit of it. What was that about? How does he, Mark Andrews, how do you score 31 points? And, you know, you need. I don't want to say you need a win, but it sure would have been nice to get one here. How does he only have two catches for 44 yards? They just didn't need him a lot. They had – and I say they didn't run much. They were getting great field position, dominating the game. They had a defensive touchdown. Uh, Lamar had one pass to Beckham. Gus scored. Keith Mitchell scored. They just didn't need him a whole lot. But then when it, when you could have used him in the fourth quarter to keep the ball away from him, you don't. You do nothing three and out. Then they run down the field, Cleveland – uh, Elijah Moore, it was just a busted play of spaghetti yeah. patterns in the end zone. Deshaun Watson eventually just sort of scrambled and found the dude literally like like the Ravens thought he was invisible. Nobody anywhere close to him was standing by himself, flat-footed, a, a yard into the end zone. And then the very next series, um, L. Jacks hits freaking 
defensive lineman basically in the head with a stupid sidearm pass, goes 70 yards straight up in the air, gets returned for a pick six. And then from there, they did nothing. Then Cleveland went down, kick field goal. It was pathetic. And I told you yeah. earlier, I told my daughter, we're in the fourth quarter, we're up two touchdowns. We'll probably end up losing this game. Boom, we lose. Pathetic. Fire John Harbaugh. I don't even put it online anymore. What's the point? He won a Super Bowl 60 years ago, so he gets to suck forever now. And here we are with another mediocre season. I told you you'd get me going on a rant. I'm so tired of this BS of these mediocre teams, mediocre outcomes with these stacked, freaking loaded rosters because our coaching sucks. Well, I'll give you a little a stat here to makes you kind of think what's up with Lamar Jackson. We know we hate streaky players and you know, the Mike Williams, the Gabe Davis is all that stuff. Lamar Jackson has five weeks of being a top 10 fantasy quarterback. And he has five weeks of being QB 16 or worse. Yeah. 5.4, 8.3, 12, 10, 12.5 trash. Yeah. But still, they should have won all these games. They should literally be 10-0. They Seven games they won, and three games they had double-digit leads in the fourth quarter and lost. You've scored 30 points three weeks in a row. Yeah. I, it's mind-boggling, dude. I, I, and is. again, it'll, it'll happen in the playoffs. They'll make the playoffs, and then they'll lose in the first round. Well, it's tough to argue history – and especially when I'm thing, watching it's a trend, right? This isn't an action. This didn't happen once. Yeah. It's happening week after week. Nothing changes. John Harbaugh just does his word salad crap at the end of the game. The shoddy lets him do it forever. So just year after year of wasted talent. Yep. Um, what wasn't wasted is the game between the Detroit Lions and the LA Chargers. What this one. Game. I I was so excited. It was so exciting. Uh, Golf was fine, 21 points. Jameer Gibbs, 24. David Montgomery, 20. Amon Ross St. Brown, 26 and a half. This was awesome. Sam Laporta actually let you down. You'd think he'd have a a little bit of a better game. Uh, And then on the other side of the ball, Herbert did great with 30. Eckler got you almost 20. Keelan Allen, 35, and he even missed some time uh, with an injury. Uh, Quentin Johnson got his first NFL touchdown. It was awesome. And I got to tell you, it, you know, Jared Goff looks awesome. Um, you know, mid-range, short passes. Justin Herbert, man, he is different. There's games when you watch and he's completely missing receivers and throws. And we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, you know, missing wide open guys. And I didn't understand it. I don't know if he was dealing with an injury or not. But this guy can make some throws that there that very few guys in the world can make. It is when he is on like this game, even though they lost, it, it's a joy to watch. I love watching that guy right. sling it. No, no, no. He, both these guys, man. Um, did you see the story about Jared Goff's exit interview with Sean McVay and how he demanded an exit interview when he left the Rams? Did you see that this week? <laughs> no, no. No, McVay apparently was just figured he'd just leave. He'd be pissed. He's like, no, I want, I want to go. He told Whitworth, like, I want to go. I want him to tell me in my face what I did wrong, how I can improve, what's going to make me a better player. He said, McVay said, fine. They sat down, had a long talk, and he said he told him all kinds of things. It's a very civil conversation, and look where we are now. I bet they'd rather have Jared Goff than Matt Stafford. I bet you're right. <laughs> I bet you're right. That oh. said, Matt Stafford did 
help them win a Super Bowl. That's um, but the two big things I take from this game yeah. is that Keenan Allen is the most underrated receiver in the NFL. And Jameer Gibbs, two touchdowns. You know how, without looking, you know the distances on his touchdowns? Uh, not without looking. One yard and one yard. Yeah, I knew they were short. Which is huge because all the experts will tell us that he'll never get a carry inside the five, that it's always going to be recovering. Nope. He both times was put into the game to get that one yard to score. That's, to me, that's the biggest thing from this. This guy isn't now going to be just the guy that has to score from the 10 or out. They now trust him to get that yard when they need it. Well, being a David Montgomery owner, I think it should just be David Montgomery. That's the whole lie. Well, apparently uh, Dan Campbell doesn't agree anymore. And Montgomery was oh, 12 good. for 116 a touchdown, but 75 of that was on one play. Yeah, that was it was awesome, though. I was, it was. Ooh. He was chugging down there. He looked like he was going to get caught. He, I mean, yeah. he looked like every 10 yards he was going about a second slower. Well, he had he two or three it. guys blocking for him, thankfully. Yeah. He had a caravan. All right, the uh, Cardinals eat out a win in Kyler Murray's first game back in a year, 25-23 to 23 over the Falcons. One of these days, Arthur Smith's going to get fired. One of these days. I can't days. wait. There's talk of it now already. I was reading it this weekend, reading it again today. There's already talk that he might be the first one fired in this season. I pray to Jeebus that he is the first one going. Bijan, well, he'll be second since McDaniels was already fired. Well, as far I mean, as the NFL after does. the season, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bijan, finally, what, imagine this, Kevin. You give your best player 22 carries, and he gets you 95 yards and finds the end zone. Can you imagine that? That's wild how that works out. Yeah, crazy. It's awesome how fantasy owners like myself sat him in every league you might have him in because you're <laughs> tired of his 3.7 points per game. And then finally decide, you know what, maybe there's something to getting the ball in the hands of the best playmaker on our team. And you know what Arthur Smith's going to say? Well, there you go. I gave him the ball and we lost. Yeah, he can say that all he wants. The guy was the best player on the field. It's not his fault, Bijan's fault, that Heineke and Ritter are your quarterbacks. The two of them combined don't make a real quarterback. No, no. Their fantasy score doesn't really either. You put them together, it's only like 19 fantasy points. You want more from that quarterback. Yeah, they had, what, 94 yards passing between them. Yeah, it's not not great. One touchdown. Um, The Tyler Murray, he did not look great, but he also didn't look like he hasn't played football in a year. So that was good. My favorite part was that he ran. He had six attempts for 33 yards. He did have a rushing touchdown as well. Uh, thought this was going to be a Hollywood Brown game since that's kind of his guy. But apparently Kyler's been playing some video games with Trey McBride because he had nine targets, eight catches for 131. It was the Trey McBride show for sure. He was um, my tight end of the week, you may remember. Was he yes, yours also or just mine? I know we had a few the same last week. No, mine was Dalton Schultz. Gotcha. So I played McBride in the once and done. Mm-hmm. I did not play him in another league that I pr- helped proxy in. And I played the former he who should not be named, who's dangerously close to going back. And <laughs> I put in Mc- Ingram, then McBride, then Ingram, then McBride again. Then on uh, Saturday night, I put back in Ingram. We lost by 0.83 points. Uh. Throwing oh. his, that's a full PPR too, 
we gave up 16 points by my stupid decision. That's tough, uh, man. You you went safe. I did. Yep. I did. Man, that's a rough one. Uh, the Seahawks beat the Washington Commanders 29 to 26. Another high scoring affair. My guy, Sam Howe. 312 and three touchdowns. Yeah. He's not the real deal in real life, but he is the real deal in fantasy, man. He will get you some points. Antonio Gibson had a nice day. Brian Robinson had an awesome day, 27 points. Most of that coming from um pass catching. Six for 119 and scored. That's never going to happen again in his whole career. Brian Robinson, I don't think, will have six catches for basically 120 yards and a no, touchdown. Likely not. Antonio Gibson's getting more work. Uh, five five catches. Four rushes. Uh, I he's free in a lot of leagues. I'm I'm not against adding Antonio Brown to your squad. Uh, outside of that, though, the receivers, man, Terry McLaurin, nothing, uh, nothing doing there for them. As far as the Seahawks, I told you Geno Smith was my start of the week. Thank you, twenty six points. Oh, dude, that was a crock. Nope, don't matter. They a little count. stupid swing pass Three, that ends up going for sixty four yard touchdown. Hey, that's Kenneth Walker's game, man. That's Jeez. what he does. But his second throw was really nice. That was a nice little rollout, nice little pass. Lockett did great. Metcalf was fine. Seven for 98. Although you won't. Obviously, I know I know how the game went. And Metcalf, his last two catches on that last drive. Yeah, 44 oh, yards. <laughs> Otherwise, he didn't really do anything. But it also won him the game. I'm not saying yeah, he it did. did. I never he did a Mike did. Evans too, man. He was dragging dudes down the field. He was. That last catch was nice. I love watching that stuff. But now you can put Geno Smith back on your bench and never speak of him again. Yes. Oh, gosh. Well, that's a big he, number. You hit the jackpot there, buddy. Well done. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys and Giants, this was actually more of a game than I thought it would be simply because I didn't think the Giants would score 17 points. Uh, Tommy DeVito. What, I loved it. 86 yards passing, somehow threw for two touchdowns, but even poor Saquon Barkley couldn't do anything. L Lawrence Cager and Sterling Shepard. So the two guys that caught the touchdowns, if you combine their scores, you barely got yourself there. It's like 13 points or something. Yeah. It's uh that's rough. Dak dominated 42 points, he gotta did. be QB one of the week. CD Lamb, what an animal. My gosh, he made a one-handed catch. That was insane. Uh, welcome to the NFL, Rico Dowdle. 12 rushes for 79 and a touchdown. This is what they need. Now, I know Tony Pollard didn't do anything again with his 15 carries, but they need to they need Rico Dowdle needs to be the uh, more explosive Ezekiel Elliott and let Tony Pollard do what he did before. Yeah. Uh that's going to work out much better for them. Brandon Cooks. Welcome back to relevance. Michael Gallup was two catches for 70 yards and a score. This game was a joke. So uh, the thing, I, I don't know why the Giants really did it, but I love the last two minutes of the game, them calling timeouts, running out of bounds. For some reason, concerned with scoring again, when you think you just want to get out there with everybody healthy. But I loved it because half the once and done played the Cowboys defense. You lost three points because they scored. You lost three more points because they met the rushing total. So I loved it, but I didn't. I I I I was watching, thinking like this is just stupid. The Cowboys should have beat them by seventy because of this BS pulling yeah. crap. Just take a few knees, let the clock run out. You're down forty nine to ten. What's the point? I'm I'm with you hundred percent. 
Wait, is this the Cowboys that they're just going to the team? They're going to blow away all these crappy teams, but can't really be yes. good teams. It seems like that could be the case. I mean, it's the, and they smashed the bad teams though. So that's like, what I'm saying. That it's not Giants. even fair. It's like they they're the even, biggest bully on the, the block and they kill everybody when a, just a little bit bigger bully comes along. They just wilt and can't do anything. They, Beat the Giants, beat the Jets, lost to the Cardinals, beat the Pats, <clears throat> lost to the Niners, beat the Chargers. You never know what Chargers team yeah. is going to show up. Beat the Rams, and eh, lost to Philly, and then beat the Giants. So they, uh, this isn't really a tough schedule they've had. They only played what the Niners and the Eagles, I would say, are the only really tough teams they've played so far. And this is, but and this is going to be a typical Cowboys team. They're going to have a good regular season. They'll make the playoffs. They'll lose. They got the Panthers, the Commanders, the Seahawks, the next three. Doesn't scare you. Then they got Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions, and finish with the Commanders. So that, they got a little stretch coming up here, four games. It's you know, Let me no, ask no this. Gimmicks. For even a second, would you put them ahead of either the Eagles or the Niners in the no. NFC pecking order? Because I know I wouldn't. The Lions scare me simply because of the history. Like They have found a way no, to lose. I didn't say Lions. I said Niners. I, I know. It might have sounded no, like No, no, I know. No, no, no. Oh, I'm with you to. on Eagles and Niners. I was throwing in the Lions there. Okay. Um, if the Lions had a different name, honestly, if the if if the Seattle Seahawks were playing like the Lions, I would pick the Seahawks. But gotcha. it just their history scares me to death. All right, the Raiders. What are some games? I don't even know why we play. The Raiders beat the Jets sixteen to twelve. Garrett Wilson was fine, thirteen point eight, and Devontae Adams got double digit points for you finally. A little bit of a letdown game for Josh Jacobs, but this was this was a pointless game. Yeah. <laughs> these some of these I just Greg Zerline, I think, was the highest fantasy score. Actually, the both kickers. Greg Zerline got 17 yes. and a half. Yeah, because there were seven field goals goal. made. One <laughs> yeah, touchdown, seven field goals. What a what uh, a but game. But we mentioned today that one thing we love about Antonio Pierce, far superior to McDaniels, is well, what do you say in the interview? This coaching's not that hard. You put the ball in in the hands of your best players. Good things can happen. Here we are, two and zero. Yeah, no kidding. Feed Devontae Adams the rock. And never over and over. And same with Josh Jacobs. Twenty seven attempts. Yes, please. Yeah, they no they kidding. have like an eighty percent winning percentage since he's been there when he gets at least twenty carries in a game. And and he's a one year rental. We'll just give him the ball every play. He might you might not care be. Now there's talk that he's already said in his circles he might want to come back now that they've gotten rid of McDaniels. Oh, These guys love Pierce. Love him. Adore him. It, there's something about the player black. coaches. There's something about the player coaches. I mean, Dan Campbell, former player, yeah. that – excuse me, that – um. man, because they know how it works. They know how the they players do. And feel. they're not these old, ancient retreads yeah. that just do the same crap everywhere. On a side note, this is the world I now live in. My starting quarterback in my legal record now is Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson is your starting quarterback. It, I had to, I picked him up a week early because Derek Carr would be on by this week, who's concussion and busted shoulder anyway. So I had to spend ten bucks just to get Garrett Wilson because in a sixteen team league, he's the only thing left. There's not a single quarterback remaining right now that'll be a starting quarterback this week. Garrett Wilson is now my starter. That's yeah, I'm glad that's so amusing. 
I'm 12 and eight, should be 16 and four, if not for my stupidity, my league low efficiency rate. And now Garrett Wilson's my freaking starter. <laughs> Five okay. times. I, I cannot believe I'm not in any leagues where Garrett Wilson has quarterback eligibility. I don't. Oh, shit. So uh, you just been messing with me. I thought you were just laughing at it because it's Zach Wilson. Sorry, Zach Wilson. Uh, it's funny because I'm looking here at the stats and Garrett Wilson had one attempt. So yeah, I just I kept on going to my head, Garrett Wilson. Uh, you can see it. It's right in front of you. So I my know. apologies. It might actually not be worse because this could be the scenario we it, talked about last week where Garrett Wilson would potentially get me zero points this week and it'd be more than what Zach Wilson's going to get me when he gets negative. No. I thought you were going to catch it. You no, didn't. I didn't. That's because great. I'm looking at both Wilsons. I'm like, yeah. I just feared you're literally laughing because it's <laughs> so laughable that it is though. of all people, I have Zach Wilson mm-hmm. as my freaking starting quarterback now, which is as laughable as Garrett Wilson. That's <laughs> but with Richardson and Cousins both Cousins, out for yeah. the year, this is what I'm left with. 16, 16 team, team with contracts, you're screwed. Everybody's going. Boy, all right. Uh, the man, 24-22, the surging Denver Broncos take down the once mighty yeah. Buffalo Bills. What a great game to watch, too, dude. It, it was tense the whole time. Had like Russell a Wilson. Atmosphere for some reason. Well, you never you never know. I guess, Russell- yeah, because sort of the stakes of it, like knowing full well that, man, if the Bills don't win this game, they might be screwed and there might be heads rolling. Here we are. Russell Wilson, Javante Williams, Cortland Sutton, you're happy with all of yeah, them. Javante. You know there's only two games where Cortland Sutton has not scored a touchdown? How about that? I did not know that, no. Yeah. Uh, the only well, player right. that you that you may have had in your lineup that you're happy with, really happy with. Can, can, can we just stop for a second? Yeah, please. Since you brought that up, and it, it blew my mind because I – this guy has scored every game but two. You're absolutely right. <laughs> but the highest points he's had all season is only 16.6. Yeah. He's had under 10 in he's two Michael of those Thomas games that he scored. Scores. He's Michael Thomas, but he scores touchdowns. What on earth? Wow, that's – I know you like to talk about crazy yeah. stats. That's – hard to do. He's – He's got seven touchdowns. He doesn't even have a hundred points on the year. Hard to do. He's 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 halfway there with just the touchdowns. I uh okay, boy. That I'm sorry I had to stop you there, but that blows my mind. All wow, good, man. this is Mike Allstott, yeah. Jerome Bettis wrapped up in one. <laughs> well, uh, James Cook got you eleven. You're okay. Latavius Murray, you obviously didn't start him, but he's touchdown stealer. Stephon Diggs got shut down by Patrick Sertan. But Don Kincaid, you're happy with. Five for 51 and a score. The only uh, receiving touchdown for the Bills. I don't know. Obviously, you start Diggs and you start Kincaid, and you have to start Allen every week. But, man, I'm not starting Gabe Davis anywhere. I can't start James Cook. I have him in a league, and he rides my bench. Can't trust it. Yeah, he's going to need a doghouse now, fumbleitis. Ah, we'll see. He's he's the best running back they have. I, don't I know he is, but you keep putting the ball on the ground. Sooner or later, you got to sit. Yeah, so he could have had a monster game here if he didn't sit for a whole quarter. I don't know why they don't give him the ball more. They need to, know. but 
what do but I? Yeah, know? we already talked about Diggs and his brother and their stupid tweets. The Kincaid touchdown was awesome. You can't get much more wide open in the NFL. Jerry Judy had a really nice catch towards the end of the game. That Corlin Sutton touchdown. I don't know if you've seen the uh, next gen yeah. stats. The oh, no. the the now cash here since all the next gen started. The lowest percentage uh, chance of the catch being made that was made three point six percent when the ball when the place from mm-hmm. the beginning of the that play to when he caught it for the touchdown it only had a 3.6 percent chance of of being caught and he caught it so it now has the record for the lowest chance of a catch still becoming a catch I it was intense that. that was freaking nice. awesome all right sir you ready to move on to our starts of the week wrap this thing up surely all right how uh how about you go first here with our quarterback start of the week who you got I am taking, even though the Giants are are are, are in the mid world against quarterbacks, I'm still taking Sam Howe at home. Part of the Giants better. The reason that they're even in this middle, I look, is because early in the year they weren't giving up much of anything. Now they're just getting thrashed by everybody. So I'm taking Sam Howe at home. It's going to be good. It's going supposed to be mid fifties. No chance of rain. I, I gotta, I gotta ride the hot hand against the cold defense. You want to talk about a hot hand, buddy? Give me my guy, C.J. Stroud. The dude has seven hundred and ninety-nine passing Here yards Here in the last two games for his playoff bound. If the playoff started today, the Houston Texans would be in, my friend. I sure would. He, he is lighting it up, and the Cardinals' defense is awful. So knowing that the Houston Texans would be in the playoffs if they started today. Do you still feel strongly about your AFC is better than the NFC? Yes. That's a stretch, I think my they're friend. better than most NFC teams. The record speaks for itself. Here. So would you take – so let's see, the Texans uh, and the Vikings. I'd Josh the Dobbs led Vikings. Neutral field, I'd take the Texans. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, Texans Saints? Texans nine times out of ten. Agreed. Texans Seahawks? Texans barely. Okay. Going six out of ten. I think I take the Seahawks there, uh, but obviously you take the Lions and the yeah, You've got an unhealthy non-sexual attraction to the Seahawks, though. I don't really understand it, but you do. So I can't. I, don't, I have trouble with you trusting you there. Uh, that's okay. I don't mind. Who's your who's your running back? <laughs> are you if I could? Oh, you're gonna like this one, buddy. Yeah. You're gonna like this one because I don't care. Kansas City's like eleventh or twelfth against running okay. backs, but it's a big Monday night game. They're gonna yeah. have to do something to keep since their their defense is awful now, and we all know the reason why. I have them to a long-term contract. That's why they're awful. They are going to have to do everything they can to keep the Chiefs offense off the field. I'm taking Mr. DeAndre Swift and looking for like one of those 15 to 18-point nights Monday night. Are you starting him in the once and done? I may or may not be. Well, I'll tell you uh, someone that I am. <laughs> but right now, with- he is currently, yes, in my lineup. We're a long ways out from that. Yeah. But currently, right now, I have him uh, color-coded light yellow on my Excel sheet. 
What if I told you that this week, my start of the week for running back and a guy that is currently in my once and done lineup is the RB 27 on the year in points per game. A huge disappointment for most of me. I saw this coming. He hasn't finished as an RB one since week one. Mr. Tony Pollard. Only the Broncos have given up more fantasy points to opposing running backs than Carolina. And that's counting. If you take out that crazy Miami game, that's not the the number. Yeah, they got say thrashed that. last night. They gave up almost, like two hundred yards rushing last night. Yeah, but they still wouldn't be the worst. I mean that that Miami game was crazy. No, that's but, what I'm uh, saying. I'm saying Denver's oh. run defense is awful. They gave up two hundred yards last night alone. They won, and they still gave up two hundred yards rushing. Right, but they gave up eight touchdowns to running backs in one game. True. True. Um. But look, this is this is Geno Smith logic, man. If it doesn't happen for Tony Pollard this week, it's never going to happen. This is it. We you just bench him after this, I think. Wait, uh, but I'm going Tony Pollard. Talking, wait, who are we talking about? We're talking about Tony Pollard. He's going up against the Panthers, right? And all, the Broncos have given up more fantasy points to opposing running backs than Carolina. Correct. Correct. Okay, that's where I was confused. I thought you were saying he was playing Denver. I'm like, well, they're not playing Denver. I missed your Carolina thing and then saying that Denver's worse. But, yes, Denver's worse regardless. Even without that game, they're awful. That's what I was trying to say. Even though it's not going to win, they still give up over 200 yards rushing. Who's your wide receiver, my friend? Um, Let me look here. Oh, here's another one. Monday night, Eagles, worst against wide receivers in the entire league. I'm finally going with another one of your man crushes, Rasheed Rice. I'm hoping he has about 90 yards and two touchdowns. He currently, yes, is in my once and done. I've got only one or two dead spots to fill with non-studs. I've never been in this in this position where I'm pretty high up in the standings that I can just throw out whoever the heck I want and pray that they do something. But I think I'd play him anyway. Given that Rashi Rice is also my star of the week. Nice. Um, he is also in my once and done right now. You you said some things. The last time that we rolled with Rashi Rice as start of the week, he did score. Not a big game, but he did score for us. The The problem is you don't know which one of these Kansas City guys is going to be the guy to blow up. It, it could be more than one. It could be all of them. Uh, someone is definitely going to get some fantasy goodness from this terrible Philly secondary. That is true, but he is the guy getting a lot last game, but usually the targets, uh, they they came out straight up this weekend and said, you know, that Tony, they're intentionally keeping him off the field 60, 70% of the time because they don't want to, he's he's one of the biggest wimps in the freaking league. He's always freaking hurt. You look at him wrong, he's hurt. So uh, I think this could be a game that he could finally put together. You and I, we could get seven to ten fantasy points catching the ball against the. Oh uh, yeah, and it's so weird because they're so dominant last year, and now they just can't stop anybody. Uh, they had some games where they gave up. The wide receivers were a problem for them last year as well. Go ahead, give me with your tight end. Oh, I'm going with a hot hand. I'm going with Mister McBride against Houston. Second most points to tight ends. <laughs> Uh, I think Kyler has this thing with him, and I think that that should continue this week. I don't know why it wouldn't. I don't know how you don't start him. I, I don't know how there's another tight end you would even want to pick. Yeah. So luckily for me, though, I get him to start him in the once and done. So ah, very good. Pretty pumped about it. So he'll probably do nothing. But 
What else? Let's hope so. Defense. I hope it. I'm going first this time, so you can't take it. Okay. I'm going with the Detroit Lions at home against the Bears. Even if Fields plays, I don't think he will, but even if he does, I'm okay starting Detroit. They have a top six defense in scoring, passing, and rushing. So 10th in pressure percentage. Uh, so they should be able to get to the quarterback. And Justin Fields turns the ball over. Badgett scores or turns the ball over. So I'm good with the, the Lions defense. Plus, they, I can cheer for them. And I, I'm going to enjoy They were the one I wanted to go with. But then I said, you know what? I'm going to save them because the Giants are so inept that I've got to go with Washington at home. They're not even a good defense, but I'm still going with them. They give up their pass rushers? That doesn't because the you? Giants are, are just so awful. If I want the safe thing, yes, I'm going with Detroit at home against the Bears. If I'm going for one of those that say, okay, it might be five points, it might end up being 29, I'm going I'm going with the skin slash commander slash football team slash Washington. Um it was interesting this week again because you know half the league played Dallas. They only got eleven points. Um, nobody would have expected that. Like I was so jealous that I'd already played one near that thing. And they so who knows, maybe the Giants will show up and do something. But uh right now I do have Washington as my defense. No, that's a straight lie. They're my defense week, but I already played them, so they aren't my defense right now is Jacksonville. Oh, I appreciate your somewhat honesty. Well, they're at home against Tennessee, who can't do anything. Oh, inept big time. Derrick Henry oh. can't even do anything now because the 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 passing game is so inept. They, there's nothing he can do. So you're telling me I should start Will Levis? I'll tell you. Yes, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> Derrick Henry, who eats up the Texans, has them twice in the playoffs. fancy playoffs. I know. I know. It uh, it might not matter. Might get seven fantasy points. Well. I want to find out. I'm. I'm. I'm yeah. not, I'd rather. I'd rather play him and he sucks, and not play him and he blows up for twenty nine. Of course. Anything else for you, sir? Before we get out of here, I think I'm good. Thursday night game's big. Cincy yes. and, and Baltimore, and then Monday night's huge too. I don't even know who Sunday night is. Minnesota uh, Denver. That could be a decent game. You know what? Two teams That's, buying right in that bubble of playoff yeah. contention. I like it. All right, folks, thanks for listening. Get your bell on football podcast. Check us out Facebook, Spotify, YouTube. Kevin, you want to say goodbye to Ray Ray? Farewell, Ray Ray. You the man. (laughs) All right, see you, folks. See ya.